Yo, 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 what up? Welcome back to another episode of Wine and Weed Wednesday. As always, shoot us an email, mitch.wineandweed at gmail.com. Caitlin, C-A-I-T-L-I-N dot wineandweed at gmail.com. Send us some shit. Send us something. Like, subscribe. This week we talk about some shit, man. Get ready. But without further ado, enjoy this shit. Attention, Warning. The following podcast is performed by two highly skilled badass, professional, woke as fuck. Mm, debatable. Idiots? Also debatable. Not all comments are meant to be taken seriously. But some definitely are, so figure it the fuck out. And if you offend easily, kindly fuck off. But for the rest of you cunts, enjoy. Someone has to be. Someone does have to be. <laughs> um. Uh, I'm right here. I can't see you. Oh, I have an idea. Let's see if this sounds like a typewriter. I said, let's see if this sounds like a typewriter. What's going on? Well, you know, well, I had a meeting at daycare this morning. Oh my (laughs) god, I fucking hate daycare. It's so frustrating. What, uh... I'm listening. What is that? What What was the meeting about? Oh, hey, guess what happened? Um... My piece of shit computer dropped the call again. My bad. Like and subscribe. You're welcome. This is quality content. It says the call's been started. I don't know what's going on here. Let's see. Maybe. Let's try. I'm going to press this button. I don't know what's going on. I'll let you know if I figure it out. You just... Hold up one second. You won't even know it. It'll be like time travel for you. Well, yeah, I don't know what happened. My, I'll come back to my computer, and it says, like, Skype is closed. So I opened it back up, and it said that 
we were already on a call, and I'm like, well, I don't know how to get to that call. So I tried calling you, and then you weren't there, and then you said, then it said you were calling, but my screen didn't change, so I'm like, so am I just going to have to listen to this, or is it going to give me a button to press? Apparently, I need to do some maintenance on my computer. You know what? When I hit a fail. What? At JB. Well, I worked at JB Hi-Fi. For those who know the glory days of JB Hi-Fi, you know the glory days of JB Nobody knows the glory days of JB Hi-Fi. Let me explain to you what JB Hi-Fi is. Nobody knows what JB Hi-Fi is. Anyone in Australia knows. We don't have any listeners in Australia. So, Jamie Hi-Fi is if you were to mix Best Buy with the movie Empire Records. Okay. Okay, so, so it's a little bit... all of the electronics, but they also sell music and vinyl, and like, and we're talking, it's 2009, and they're selling vinyl, like, huge music selection, huge game selection, all of the game staff were complete gaming nerds. All of the music staff were actual musicians. One of them, one of them in our store was famous in Europe. She used to leave to tour all the time. JB Hi-Fi was a place where you went in to talk to an expert, whether it be a TV or a weird niche movie. Like the DVD section we had was as big as Target. Like JB Hi-Fi is, and everyone was. there was paid like if you were earning commission, people were making. Easy a hundred grand a year. Really paid really well. I should be in the movie department then making a hundred grand a year because it's not like that now because it's not a private company. Now it's on the stock market, it's all gone downhill, it's all profits and margins. But it used to be the coolest fucking store and I worked there back in the heyday and I don't even remember why I started this story. What were we talking about? Um, I don't know, but one thing I have to say is I really appreciate your Empire Records reference. I knew you like, would. I knew you like, would. Oh, not only do I get it, but I mean, you know, the effort. I can't believe you've seen Empire Records. It's crazy. Dharma's in that movie. From Dharma and Greg. She's the angel on the bench towards the end of the movie. She says, fate will only take you so far. You gotta do the rest. Just dropping bombs of wisdom on that list. Bombs of wisdom. Yeah. Um, our JV High Five was kind of like Hastings Bookstore. No, uh, not so, not so much. Not well. It was kind of, because, but not so much the electronic side, but like movies, fuck ton of movies, fuck ton of CDs. Obviously books, because they said it was a bookstore. And then they just had, like, weird shit, too. You know, I remember why we got to JB Hi-Fi, and that was that I worked in IT sales at JB Hi-Fi back in the heyday, 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011. Loved good JB Hi-Fi. I was, without question, every week, week in, week Quit out, giving us your salesman in the country. And week in, Ooh. week out, I would beat my husband, who was at another JB Hi-Fi store, and, and everyone used to, like, we were like a JB Hi-Fi power couple. And oh my God! Everyone would like make fun of him because I would always outsell him. Sounds like you guys needed your own show. On Bravo. Oh, it would have been such a great show. Yeah. Such a great show. 
the JB. Like I said, there was that Amy girl, and she would go on tour in Europe, and you could buy any sort of recreational substance you'd like in the back room. It was oh, the yeah, best. And, 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 and back in the early 2000s, you could shamelessly, like, there were no divert, like, it was like the shit you could get away with, like, the all of the girls on the counter in the middle of the store was a huge counter. You would go up and pay for everything and hopefully grab something else on the way, right? So you would yes. take your docket that we had printed out for you, pay for all your stuff. Maybe you'd go look in the music section or whatever. So you everything in this big counter in the middle of the store. And all of the counter girls were hot, like mostly blonde. And they just openly were like, if a guy like would apply for a counter position they'd just be like oh no did you not hear it's only hot girls like and you could just like have you have you ever looked towards the counter here bro like i just on your way out just look at all of our counter girls be uh counter employees partner whatever family members and play that little song in your head from sesame street it's like one of these things is not like the other one of these things just doesn't belong to you, bro. That's it. It's not him. And so I was just remembering that, as you said, your computer needs updates. And when I worked in IT sales at JB Hi-Fi, which is where all this context is coming from, yes. I isn't it funny when you work in something how you just sort of become ingratiated? Like, it's very important to... So say you work in property or real estate suddenly like you do really care about how like if you go into someone's house you're like oh what's this you know how many square feet and like you just fucking care so when you oh yeah in- yeah for sure i i remember i was a product associate or product specialist whatever for cabela's so it was like outdoors firearms like i was up on everything and it everything. was like important for like someone would make some remark about a firearm or something outdoorsy, and I'm like, ta ta ta. Okay. Yeah. But that was the environment. You know, like you're in you're in that environment most of your life when you're employed there. Like so, obviously that kind of becomes your world. Yeah. That, yeah, exactly. It does 100% come to work, and I was very up to date on computers, and I owned a lot of computers, all Mac, very Mac, and always up to date if something new was released. And I remember, because I was such a cutthroat, like also at the time, this is Australia in the 2000s, you could say whatever you want, but I'd be like, hey, going mate? And if they were like, yeah, good, thanks. Uh, just wondering, I would be like, I'm good too. Like I just used to yell at people. Jeez. <laughs> like, that's not very, just, That's how do you have the highest sales with that? It's like apparently Australian I, men just love to, to be berated the by women. Them. Yeah, First of all, I'm, I'm good too, mate. Well, I hope so. You're at work. You're here to serve me, so you could serve no, me with less of an, an attitude. Brain on. You have an American I just have I just have a dominant brain on. That's how. That's no, all it you is. Think you I'm go just. It's like the alpha deep, mentality. You tell me when you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> If I see what you're saying, but I'm saying the difference, there is a mental difference between American shoppers and Australian shoppers, I believe, particularly back then. It, you go to a store, they should know everything. They're here to serve you. 
Whereas in oh. Australia, you would go to the store where they have the best knowledge. You know the salesman. You also negotiate in stores here. So if you can get a good relationship with someone, say, at a store like JV Hi-Fi, where you're going to get all of your entertainment stuff, and okay. then you can get them deals on other stuff too. So they come in, I, I know them well because I sell them computers all the time, and they're here with their kids, they want to get some DVDs. No problems, you're going to get everything 30% off. You know what I mean? It's okay. very different. No, but also I have to say that I probably wouldn't be in that situation for you to even do that to me ever. Because like me in a social setting, if I'm in a store and someone comes up, they're like, hey, how are you? my immediate response is, hey, I'm good, how are you doing? You know what I mean? So, also, if I receive attitude while behaving like that, then yes, I quickly do a 180 and I'm like, alright, listen here, bitch. <laughs> First of all, you come up to me, you initiated conversation, I did not. <laughs> You wouldn't survive here. I would, I would be considered king among men. Okay. Well, you know. I'm just saying that mean that situation wouldn't happen. You wouldn't, you wouldn't say I'm good, thank you, because I would have been like, well, sweet, that's why I asked. So now that right. we're over that little hurdle, what do you think about these VHS versus beta dilemma? Are you kind of like more of a beta girl, or are you thinking VHS is going to be the winner? That's... The, other, the point is, I was very into computers, and I remember talking to people because you could be a rude cunt. And, and very combative. Like, I, only, I only bought it two years ago, right? And I'd be like, yeah, two years, do you know how ancient a two-year-old computer is? I'd be like, they come out with new computers. Every year Mac comes out with a new computer, but HP and stuff, they actually release every 90 days. New computer every three months. So by the time it's three years old, like, of course it's broken down. Like, what do you, you should expect to buy a new one every year. And at the time, I just thought- That's madness, you, man. That's madness. Retards? You fucking, are you I kidding me? No, we're the retards because we expect a product to last. But you are so fucking consumed with corporate marketing and consumerism that you can't even see how fucking ridiculous that is. You can't, I mean, to tell me I spend, what, like $900 on this piece of shit and it's going to last me two fucking years? Get the fuck out of here, man. That's, that's... Okay, I can understand. So I understand. No, they're not because they understand. We've evolved as a society, aka the corporations and the industry have also evolved, arguably faster than us, because they've learned that. Oh, it's the whole concept of how long does somebody expect a product to last for how versus how much they pay it. Like, those are the two variables. How much they pay for it, how long they... Like, how long could they have this product before if it breaks down, they're like, ah, eh, you know what, that's cool. I'll buy another one. So, once you determine that baseline and then you start building products to that, like, you can slowly start inching that back. Because it's a new... 100%! 100%! I can understand now, I can understand in the technology world how 
technology evolves so fast that a phone that you would have five years ago cannot simply perform with phones being released today because of processing power, storage, what it takes to run these newer apps. Like, necessitates more processing. And if you're an older phone, I mean, they just can't hack it. Now, I also think they could develop a product that you could easily modify and update and keep upgrading, but that is not as profitable. And this is capitalism. So... On one hand, capitalism fuels growth and fuels an economy. And on the other hand, once it gets to a certain point, it more or less holds it down. Because capitalism still wants more money, but the growth is like, yeah, but we could be growing faster and like developing better products in this other direction. But it's maybe not as steep of a profit margin as what you want. I think right. I think there's like a certain limit to capitalism before then you have to like really start regulating a lot heavier to continue the stimulation of proper growth. This took a left turn. It did take a left turn. I did you can you hear any of the background music? Yeah. Did you recognize it at all then? I can't hear that. I can just hear that there is. Oh, no, there's no point in that. Then it, that gives me the green light to listen to whatever I want. Cause I'm listening to Lemonade. <laughs> How are you? This is the weekend song. Love- this is a pretty good one. Best albums. Albums, start to finish. You can listen to it at one piece. It just, like, is forever cemented. It's funny, like, I listened, I don't remember who mentioned it, but when they said it, it kind of, like, resonated with me. When they said, some, I, I try to listen to a certain band, like, on repeat, and that's all I listen to for a chunk of time, because then it kind of, like, cements that music with a certain time in your life. So then, like, whenever you hear it again, it can, like, you can relive, you know, you know what I mean? Like, um, this album, we listened to it so many times driving around out in the country, like, if I ever That's hear it again, point. like, that is what my brain directly associates this album with, because that was the only time I listened to it, but we listened to it weekly for a long time. Right. And there's other albums to where, like, when you go through something, like, if you're like me and music helps you, like, uh, process shit, um, you, you, once you find something you vibe with, you just, like, play it to death. So then there's, like, certain bands and playlists that when I go back and listen to them, I'm like, oh, man, I remember this stage. This wasn't fun, but I love this music. <laughs> I get that. That's conversely for me, but I don't listen to music. Well, you're like my nephew then. Like, he doesn't really understand music, I guess I would say. Like, he doesn't relate to it. Like, he doesn't have that sort of connection with music as I would. Yeah, I get that. 
and that's cool. And I obviously there's people like you and him out there, but it's still pretty. You foreign. know, it used to though. Those same used to listen to music a lot. Yeah. Teach their own. It's what makes things interesting. That's true. The scene that Beyonce had to, or she didn't have to, she chose to change this lyric in her song on her new mm-hmm. album, Spaz. Yeah. Alright, actually, I feel like this is what it is. Oh, you think? We're gonna take a pause. And we're back. Beyonce's Daddy's Lessons is on. It's a great song, tracks Devin. It's pretty catchy. Um, is it? I don't know. The whole, the whole visual on the playlist is an ad for her new album, Renaissance. And on one of her songs, apparently she says the lyric "spaz." And yeah, and she's taking it out, and it's like, come on, man. Like, I, I I respect her for doing that, but the fact that she feels the need to do that is so fucking ridiculous. Like, I understand some words hurt, but if you can't take context into it, then there's really no point. Like... You're just bending to the will to anybody and everybody. Like, there has to be a standard. It's not like she's dropping the F-bomb or something, or... Like, calling a mentally challenged person retarded. Like, it's a little different. You know, like, it's... And then Monica Lewinsky, did you... I just... What's that? I don't think you should have to edit it. Yeah. It's like going to a, it's like going to a comedy show and then getting offended by what is said at the comedy show. Like, just leave. Don't go. You know, like. Or understand the context that 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 whatever is said is not being directed at your personal situation. But apparently Monica Lewinsky tweeted like, while we're at it, hashtag partition. It's like, um, on the song partition, which is like Beyonce's most gangster song ever. It's awesome. (laughs) Anyway, she says, any Monica Lewinsky at all on my gown? (laughs) Right? Like, I, I know, I 100% believe that she was punished and Bill was, and it was completely unfair how she was treated. But for her to continually perpetuate this thing, like, you went on reality shows, you did, like, you, you got a career. You took advantage of what happened. 
So once you take advantage of what happened, then you can no longer complain about reverberations because of what happened. We lost connection. We're back. And we're back. It's all right. But what I was saying is she truly did make lemonade out of lemons. Well, that's that's what I... Here's what I was saying, is that um, once you take advantage of a situation, that means you can no longer complain about possible reverberations from what happened. Like, you've already decided to become a part of this, so if it takes a left turn on you, like, you gotta take that one on the chin, champ. And to be fair, she didn't have a choice but to. Well, at the time, like, what was she gonna do? But well, I mean, she could not. I mean, she didn't have to. She didn't have to gain fame, and she could have like just well, went on. But she no just. Well, I. Uh, you know, what does she, she do now? I mean, what does she, she knew? But what does she do now? Like, but once you say, okay, I'm gonna. I'm going to take part in this fucking circus, then you kind of got to take that shit in stride. And, like, how many song references have been made about her and comedy bits and, like, are we going to take all, are we going to take all of them down? Are are we going to take down every social reference that offends somebody somewhere? I would have a very different opinion if, like, I don't know. Maybe that's pretty crass. And unempathetic. I just feel like if... If you're gonna take part in the circus, then... You just gotta laugh when the clowns come out like everybody else. And pretend like they don't scare you. <laughs> you know what? No one was talking about Monica Lewinsky... And come on dresses today until she brought it up. Monica did. Yeah, Monica brought it up. Yeah, because yeah. like that song is like five. Yeah, like that song is like five years old, and now she like tweets it instead of like DMing her. If she DM'd her, if you make an attempt to conceal any of your moves, instead you put it out there to you know bring more attention to yourself. You know, she probably she's probably the one that put it on her dress. If you're asking me now, I'm you know I'm guessing he probably blew the whole th- he he probably blew the whole thing in her mouth, and then she was like doing some weird little porn thing she saw on whatever predates Pornhub. She spit it onto her dress. She's a spitter, you know she is. You know she wasn't swallowing that. She made the mess for the fame. Now she got it. Pandora doesn't go back in the box. It only comes out. Oh, look at that. That's funny. <laughs> oh, God. What do you think about that thing that fell in... Was it Veracruz, Mexico? I'm sorry. 
You didn't read the article at all? There are engravings on it. And this said when it was falling down, it was emitting a sound like it was wanting to be found. It's, yeah, it's definitely been sent. Okay, but this is the thing is, could it have been sent from someone on Earth? Yeah, but like, but who and why? And explain to the people what happened, Bailey. So. I don't remember the town, um, if this fucking yahoo would get off the dishes and get on her cell phone and Google it, or click on the article that I sent her and, like, make an attempt... We don't need to know the town. It was was found in Mexico, like, this weird orb fell from the sky and landed in a tree, and apparently there's, like, inscriptions on the outside of it, and when it was falling, it was emitting a sound... Like, and then some authorities from somewhere took it, and we haven't heard anything about it since. And we never will again. It's fucking weird, though. <laughs> but I think... My, okay, so, alright. It obviously seems like it's aliens who sent this message box for us, and when you open it up, maybe it sings, Welcome to Deluxe, it's a perfect uh. Wipe your but, face. Oh, I yeah. that is a good another solid movie reference. That's two in one episode. I am killing it. But <laughs> could it just be someone on Earth that I that seems more likely, doesn't it? I mean it just depends on how full your glass is, you know? Who were the authorities to Nobody knows. Nobody knows. No one ever knows. There's always some big guy. And the thing is that nobody's coming out and like denouncing or being like, alright guys, it's some joker, some yahoo that did it. Then I'd be like, okay, fair enough. But the fact that all the secrecy around it is what makes it so intriguing and fun to fall down those little rabbit holes. Well, it doesn't even matter. I mean, they openly, like, Area 51 or whatever is probably just, uh, like, a, what are they, testing, like, a mission testing, whatever. Probably not yet. Oh, man. So, Tom DeLong... they're doing some crazy pop bizarre. Like, there's some weird shit. Like, they just do it in front of our faces and don't even care. And then people be like, there's aliens. And they're like, these fucking morons. Like, they just mock us and keep moving. Dude, my dad told me about a story. Did I tell you about that? I don't think so. So, the thing is, is when people you regard highly as very, like, sanely bounded to this earth you know like not not fucking weird my dad says they were headed home one night and there was like this light above the ground like way up there but like not crazy high and it was like going perpendicular like if they're headed south that thing was like headed east and he goes, 
And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, that thing just like took off and was gone. Like they were just changed direction, and then like boom, now it's gone. And you're like, and you're like, but um, Tom DeLong talks about how aliens exist, but they're not what we think they are. They're not. You think he's full of crap? I just he doesn't. I don't know. I haven't really listened to much See, from him, but I don't know either. But from what, like, even like Joe Rogan, I think was like, and he's fucking open to the convo, and he was like, oh yeah, no, I had to shut down the podcast after an hour. Like he was not even making like he was like. You know when yeah. you can tell Joe Rogan's like not into it, and he openly said on the podcast following that, yeah, like not I shut that thing down. <laughs> but he, yeah, he talks about it being like interdimensional, like things occupying the same space, but because time is like parallel, it's not like a straight line. All those things, like you try and like absorb and try and like understand what they're trying to say, and you're like. Man, this is really confusing. Like your brain starts to swell. <laughs> like, you mean everything at all time occupies the same space at any given moment, and you can just, like, flash into it at any point? But I don't know. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. My, um, you know, I'll tell you a, a story. My boss, he, her cousin, <laughs> she's from, what? she's from way, way out in Australia, like, station, like, cattle station, like, live 80 kilometers over. <laughs> and so her, like, all of her family still sort of does this. She doesn't, obviously. But um, she has a cousin and her husband, and they are completely isolated, hours and hours from the next person. Big cattle station. And the, I don't know, like farmers have it rough. I don't know how America's farmers are going at the moment, but there's like a lot of financial stress off farmers here. And he, what? her husband killed himself last night. Jeez. And, yeah, and so she, she's going, like, this poor girl, <coughs> it was hours with him. And I was like, yeah, I'll hold it down, go, obviously. But she was just texting me saying, the kids don't know yet, because they're, like, just such a great day. I say she was just watching her son, like, play on the farm and couldn't tell them just dad was away for the night or whatever. Jeez. That's rough. And it's, it's like an epidemic farmers because they're just financially destitute. And I don't know what's happening, but it's happening a lot. And, and, and I think the isolation is part of it. I can't imagine living at three hours from the next person. Like, not even from the main store. Like, you, like you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that's a pretty big stretch. I mean, that takes a... Special unit, special person. 
I know around here it just seems like the the ability to be a small time farmer is just getting harder and harder to come by. It's like everything else, everything is becoming so monopolized and corporate that the small business really just it's hard to thrive in certain industries. In certain industries, what? Yeah. The whole monoculture bar, it's all just... And, and the, the thing is that, like, a lot of the food is, like, not even used. Like, they store that corn and they just make high-fructose out of it. They just, because the government diet, subsidized because that as a crop, you just grow up and it makes money. I mean, if, if a farmer makes the most money growing blueberries, they fucking grow blueberries, but they make the most money Corn. Yeah, for sure. Anyway. Yeah. Oh. Man, so I was sitting outside earlier and I feel so bad for my neighbor kids because their mom do not pay attention to them at all, I don't think. Like, when I went inside, they were all, all of them were in my yard. I'm like, yo, go home. (laughs) Yeah, it's super weird. But then you're like, man, I don't like, just tell my landlady. (laughs) Hey, all these kids are in your yard. I'm I'm going in. Kick him out, please. Be the be the evil the, the evil neighbor. since like six sweating all day and then the hours add up been, been listening to a bunch of that Minds of Madness podcast episodes they're about like the same length as my drive time from the office to my job site. So before I leave, I just get into the older episodes, which they're getting harder to find that are that good. What else is going on? 
In the world? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Let me think. <laughs> I don't know. I could flag this and then pretend to edit it out, the dead space. Sorry. But that sounds like a lot of work. And like But that Yeah, just you know enjoy a little Beyonce. Sometimes sometimes, sometimes music is good. Sometimes. To some people. Uh, I hate recording these two touch the phone. You're so fucking day. You're so like breaking up when you talk. Like you can only hear some of it. I don't know what. Oh it really? Is. Yeah, I don't. Sometimes it is. Sometimes oh. it's not. I don't know. So what you're saying? What grinds your gears? What? It sounded like you were complaining about something. Mine is just like normal driving complaints. I hate I hate people on the road, mostly. People on the road are irritating. <laughs> Pull out in front of you and don't go to the speed limit, and you're like. When you pass them and you got loud exhaust, so I'm just like, wah, going around them in my work van. <laughs> they glare at me and I'm like, well, you know what? Maybe you should have fucking waited till I went by you then. How about that? How about that? You fucking douchebag. And that happens like, yeah, man, too many times. I got places to be, okay? I don't want to wait on you. Yeah, but truly, like, nothing really matters that much. Like, why do we let it get, like, oh, you're going too long. It's those little, those little spites that you just, like, just can't let it go, man. Now, it's like, two blow isn't that bad, but when it's, like, five under, and you roll up on them, and you're like, yeah, dog, like, what do you say we kick it up a notch, huh? And then they slow down more, and you're like, oh, that's cute. Oh. No, that's, that's super cute. It's like, if I come up, to, if I were speeding and I come up to somebody going the speed limit, I'm like, okay, I stay, like, the proper amount back and try to pass when I can. But if you're not going the speed limit, then you should go fuck yourself, man. Like, you're in my way now. I see what you're saying. Not everybody agrees with me. Preferably the people that don't go to the speed limit in front of me. Those people usually do not agree with me. Well, and now I have a question. Now, saying that you're going, you are going the speed limit. 
and someone's riding up your ass. Yeah. Well, then I'm Not like, sure. well, then I'm like, well, you don't like the speed limit? What do you think about 500 speed limit? How's that fucking <laughs> suit you, bucko? I, I knew that would be the answer. Yeah, because I'm going the speed limit, man. You want to go around me? I'm like, well, good luck. And when you get an opening, I'll slow down for you. You know, like, I'll help you. Well, yeah, I mean, I, it's interesting how angry people get in cars. Road rage is really the last real hurdle I have. I feel like I've conquered it in a lot of aspects of life. But, uh, yeah, behind the wheel, it's like a lot of woosong going on. A lot of talking myself off the ledge. Now, hey man, it's not that big a deal. Talk to me about having a kid in the car. Oh, that's like, whatever. I will like lose it internally, but like, we'll play your games. But do you say, look at this fucking danger? Sometimes. And. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not joking you, I do No, no, I, no, it, it's no, funny because like. Sometimes, like, he'll comment, like, if we gotta slow down, like, he'll say something, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, I so if I, yeah, well, like, if, if he feels like we gotta hit the brakes because of somebody, he goes, oh, what's this guy, he doesn't know how to drive? <laughs> 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 like, yeah, man, like, exactly. But he did That's say, he's, he's like, sometimes my mom says that, too, <laughs> or something like that, I'm like... Alright, that makes him feel better. Yeah, it's I never I pretty good at filtering myself and if something's said it's usually like, you know aggressive like it's a it's kinda silly to hear someone say something silly so aggressively. Yeah, that's You know, like, not to say this fucking idiot. I'm like, well, this silly Sally over here doesn't know, doesn't know what they're doing at all. <laughs> they're in their own little world over there, aren't they? Oh yeah, I know. Well, I'm just starting to think about the things that Jay will repeat that I do in it. You know, because when they start saying words like, he will openly point at a ceiling fan and yell out Julia, which is a your mom's house reference, mm -hmm. which is not great, okay? Mm -hmm. But uh, if he's talking. And so oh, now God. I'm just like, I'm, I go to things like, what, how much does he pick up? Like, oftentimes, all right, Jay's tired, needs a good pen. I say to his father, my loving partner, Ty, I will say, Mum's going to go smoke a bowl, you watch him for five, I'll be right back, and then we'll go take him to bed. Now, at what point is he going to turn around to my mum and, and she'll be like, and say something like, Mum, oh, do you smoke a bowl like Mum? <laughs> like, yeah. just like, fuck, you know? 
Yeah, if he's gonna go to bed somewhere else, he'll be like, oh, you're gonna go smoke a bowl? You gonna smoke a bowl Isn't for that it? Is that that's like what you know, it's bedtime, so it's about time for you to go smoke a bowl, right? You're like actually you're right. It's a great idea. We'll be right in there. This is gonna be the best story time ever. We're both gonna get into it. Oh god. There's gonna be voices for every character. I get that every, every once in a while. The voices get a little too erratic. He's like, Dad, just read it normal. Just read it normal. I don't know, man. I don't want to. <laughs> You're gonna make me read this stupid fucking thing. I'm gonna try and enjoy myself, too. <laughs> the other thing... So, there's a book called... Like uh, Harry and the Clown, these Donaldson, Dairy, something like that. And then the, the cat is called Scarface Claw. And Jay Buster Scarface Claw, you have a lot of Scarface Claw books. And he, whenever he sees a cat, goes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Sorry about. Oh, I can subscribe to the parents of the podcast. Lock and subscribe. Oh man, I keep thinking about this pizza I'm gonna devour after this. What flavor pizza do you go for? Um, it's gonna be pepperoni because that's what's in my fridge. Pepperoni is a good shot. You I know, there's a pizza called the Aussie here, which is my go-to. What's Aussie lemonade? No, Aussie. I know, but what's Aussie lemonade? Oh, Aussie lemonade is uh, old school lemonade. Make the oh no, sorry, that's your lemonade. Our lemonade is Sprite. Oh, so it's just Sprite. Like, oh, I have an Aussie lemonade. I'm like, oh, I have a banana bread or Sprite or a Seven Up. Yeah. So weird. And so I, my little brother would ask for lemonade quite often, thinking he was ordering a Sprite at a restaurant and they'd bring out like an old cool lemonade. He'd be like, fuck's this juice thing? What the fuck is this? Is this lemon juice and sugar and water? I don't want this shit. Right. I watched... Uh... Men in Black last night because I made a Men in Black reference and then when I got home and turned my TV on it was one of the suggested movies and I was like you know what good touche I will watch so in the original Men in Black movie when Edgar gets his innards sucked out by the bug and then now the bug's wearing an Edgar suit, and he goes in, and he wants water with sugar. So he drinks all the sugar in his glass of water. And then, like, the next day when the men in black are there, she offers him lemonade. And when he takes a drink of it, like, he, like, gets it in his mouth, and he's like, makes, like, this face and, like, spits it back out into the cup. Like... It's because you drank all the sugar last night, so her lemonade doesn't have any sugar in it. It was like fresh lemonade, but no sugar because 
Yeah. 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 Drink it on the... I think that is something that nobody ever picked up. I'm sure it's on the internet somewhere, but yeah, you're right. I don't think I think most people would have gone to he hasn't had the grenade before. There is a hidden message there, and you have caught it, bitch. What? Oh, I always knew I was the one. <laughs> you know, you can't teach greatness. You're born with it. What do you think about the concept of as a parent? Uh, or as a child who has parents, which at least has that. Unless they die. Obviously. Okay, let's not talk about those people. There's enough okay. of the other ones here. Is that every single day your parents know you've left? Every single day your parents know you've what? A little bit less. Oh, know you less? Uh huh. Um. Or where does that scale tipping point begin? Because no, like, well, just what do you think? There's one thing that my dad said to me that stuck with me my whole life. He said the hardest thing about being a parent is watching them detach from you, and then slowly you don't know they have all the. Like, you truly don't know them. Which is true, you know your parents, but they don't really know you. Eh, you know, that's kind of like, how far down the rabbit hole do you want to go? Like, they still do, and they still will know you more than, more than most much. people. But the thing is, the older you get, and the further away you go, they less the less they know about the new advancements. So their perception is skewed, just like the people who you're around all the time now that didn't know you when you were younger. When you were little. Like, you know, like their perception is also skewed of you because it's just like a further down the rabbit hole, but the same concept of like every person you ever well, meet have a different awesome. perception of you. Yeah, that makes sense. But I mean, that's true in like the every essence though so I mean obviously it's got to relate to every aspect even the ones you don't want to think about but I mean it's it's not like it's a bad thing it's just it it's just a thing that's the same for everybody like yeah it's not a bad thing it's just it's like a it's a it's a it's a it's a fundamental rule And also, like, they still know you better than everybody else because even if, if you have an interaction with your parents, then they still see the reverberations of your current actions, even though they're not around, like, long term, like, they see the shift. So. Yeah. I mean, unless it's, like, crazy drastic, like, you start mainlining heroin, and, like, it's pretty obvious to everybody. Yeah. Or snort, yeah, snort. You feel better about it. Yeah. For sure, like, nobody wants to think about what our exes think of us. Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure all mine still love me, though, but that makes sense. It's, you know. Well, I was going to say, I'm good friends, well, I was at least good friends with my first serious ex. Up until recently, his father died, and he flew back from Europe to be with him. And I have been there for this man always, his entire life. And I was here for him even now. He, he was two hours away and I said, well, what do you need? You need me to come sit with you? I had Jay, but fine. Whatever you need, you can do that. And because I had written on his sister's post something really, you know, Nasty. loved him, blah, blah, blah. And on his post I had written something short. He was like, what I want is a longer response than my sister. Like, it was like this weird oh, thing where weird. I was like. Weird. Yeah, and I was like, no, I'm not doing this. You're not going to... Yeah. Like, I didn't... I, I think I was just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and I just... I didn't write back, and like, we haven't spoken since, but you're not going to make me feel like I wasn't giving you enough emotional attention when I gave... What do you need from me? I'm there within... I will get in the car now. How is oh. it not good enough? And right. Ty said, I think people who would come back and you would go and he said he thinks he was hanging on to false hope, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what it, what it sounds like. You get a response from that, all I can think about is that Randy Jackson gif. It's like, yeah, it's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm out. Yeah, I was like, I'm not engaging with this. People are crazy. Exes are crazy. That's right. I seen a picture. All right. I seen a picture from uh, a buddy's like bachelor party, and there were some girls there or whatever. I was like looking at the group picture, and I was like, "Yikes." Like, I remember you, I remember you, I remember Anyway, this is a good time to say goodbye. There you are. There you are. Thank you.